season five of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's podcast, where we cover the roping industry from top to bottom. This is where the team roping world talks. We talk through tough subjects, we talk big wins, and we talk real issues affecting the community. I'm your host and editor of the Team Roping Journal, Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everyone, it's Jenna. Welcome back to another episode of The Short Score. On this week's episode, we have a tip from Roping.com with Dakota Kirkenslager and Brad Lund. Their new video series will be coming to Roping.com very soon, so stay tuned for that. On this week's episode, they're going to be talking about the rule of three when it comes to training a young horse and how you can manage your time and maximize his progress by using this rule. This week's episode is brought to you by Absorbing. Stay tuned for the commercial break to hear more about them. Two old guys. Billy Allen, I work for Billy Allen and, and a lot of people probably don't know who Billy Allen is. He was uh, probably the guy that taught me the most about being a true horseman. Yes, sir. And it was weird because he's old school. He would let you, uh, I mean, he'd let, I was trying to learn how to figure I was going to Billy Allen's, he's gonna teach me how to train horses, you know? Yes, sir. <laughs> and and uh, he did in his own way. I'd get I'd get him screwed up and get in trouble, and he'd just sit there and get <laughs> nothing. But uh, that guy could do more with one horse in three days in a row than most people. You know, he's just old school. They they didn't. It's the information back then was like we're not I don't know it was weird yes. nowadays everyone is so willing to the information is this is like what we're doing right now yeah we're, nowadays. we're we're sharing information for people to get better at that point in time it was more like well don't tell him what we're doing over here because he's going to take that home and he's going to beat mm-hmm. us and you you know what oh, I'm saying yeah, and it was more of a you know well you're gonna have to figure out how to get that horse like this yes so he taught me in in three days or whatever if you just took your time and just stayed with it stayed the course and he said when you put him up if you've done your job you can get on him three weeks from now and it was right where you left off mm-hmm. You may have some, you know, little things of freshness or whatever. And the other gentleman that that is a renowned dog trainer, Delmar Smith, he's a believer in... Three days. Three days. It goes in three. So, I I mean, I don't know why I don't have... I learned it like that. I've heard it from Brad. I've heard it from Corey, Sean Darnell, Robbie Schroeder, Gary. They always told me days of threes. I had no clue what they were talking about. With the times when I, everybody had told me this, I had no clue what they were talking about. And now as I've gotten older and trying to do this as a business and for a living, I see it very, very vividly, you know. I think that's where one a lot of the places, you know, young horse trainers like myself get into trouble is you have to have a number of horses to be profitable and make a living. Well, you can't ride that number every day. But if you can ride 
three days in a row the same three horses. And don't get me wrong, on the third day, that horse that you've rode two days in a row, you don't have to put as much effort into. The horse is going to be pretty good. So on that third day, you can start another set, and that can be their first day. And then you just keep the ball rolling, you know. And and it, I think the days of the rule of three, I think it helps more people with their managing of their horses, you know, because you can, I'm just as guilty as anybody. I've went way over the days of three and I know Brad has and you look back and you're like, man, that horse was progressing. I was wanting way more than that 1% a day. Um, well, they uh, have to be happy they have, too. Yeah, and then just like it goes I mean, back to not, the happiness I mean, and how they look and everything. I mean. They have to enjoy have to their enjoy job. It. If they're not enjoying their job, you know, Either they weren't cut out to do it mm -hmm. or we are demanding too much at a certain time or, you know, mm -hmm. because when you get in the heat of battle, they have one of two things. They have to want to do it. to help you or you've got your thumb on them enough and you've they are intimidated enough. They know that they're going to get in trouble if they don't do their job. Yes, sir. I prefer option a. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not all, saying that you don't have to do some of option B. Yes. You know, just depending on you know stud or or whatever. Some you know it just depends on one, the there again. You just have to you have to evaluate your your horse's physical and mental capabilities and go forward with what you got. 100%. And if they're not capable of doing it, you know, maybe they need to find a different career because that happens too. Oh, for sure. Magic Cushion Hoof Packing is proven to provide fast, soothing relief for overworked, overheated hooves. Magic Cushion helps relieve symptoms associated with hoof concussion and trauma. It calms sole and frog inflammation and soreness, and it starts working to reduce hoof heat within one hour. Magic Cushion is trusted by top farriers, plus it uses natural ingredients. Magic Cushion can be used for hoof relief after training or competition, and it lasts for up to 24 hours. Magic Cushion can be packed under a shoe and pad and left in place through the shoeing cycle. For fast-acting and long-lasting hoof relief, choose Magic Cushion. Learn more about Magic Cushion at Absorbing.com.